Sometimes we experience a money mindset shift so massive that the very ground beneath our feet seems to shift with it. This is what happened to me. There was one huge seismic money mindset shift that completely upended my belief system and entirely altered the course of my life for good. Sounds quite dramatic, doesn't it? It sounds like the start of some kind of Netflix special. (laughs) But it was that dramatic. The impact on my life from this one shift has been nothing short of drastic. So it seems kind of rude of me not to share. Don't you agree? After all, we're business besties. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you the biggest money mindset shift I ever made, what it was and how it changed everything. Cue dramatic music. I don't think we have any, so just let's go to the normal intro. (laughs) You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. It's your business bestie, Cory from CoryJavitt.com. How are you doing? How are things where you are? Things are pretty good here. Yes, we're still in lockdown and yes, we are homeschooling, but it's actually, we're finding a groove. We're, you know, back at it. The sun's shining today. Um, Also, it's Friday as I'm recording this. We've done with homeschooling for the week, so I feel like a little bit like, yay. (laughs) Um, And actually, do you know what I'm doing this lockdown that's different? I decided to just kind of make my daughter an apprentice in my business. Normally, I'm quite compartmentalized just because that's how it helps me to stay balanced in ordinary circumstances. Um, and I keep my business to my business and motherhood, mothering to mothering. And, you know, hey, I talk to her a lot about my business because she's extremely inquisitive on that front. But I actually decided, you know what, I'm just going to make this a little bit more fun, a little bit more playful. You know me, I like to play. And I've just been bringing her in to the business and getting her to do little things, just sometimes small things like reading something out and I'll type it in or the other way around. Or she enjoys Canva immensely. So she's been helping me with things on that front. Not that I do a a ton of that normally, but I have been creating a free training. Did I tell you about it? Do you know about this? Um, Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash training. It's absolutely free. And yes, you can admire both hers and my Canva skills, but that's not the reason to go there. (laughs) Go and check it out because it is going to be the thing that helps you to make more money as a mother without the hustling, working harder or sacrificing Ew, none of us want those things. And I'm sharing in there my five hacks that I started using at the beginning of my journey with money mindset and I still use today. Um, so if you want to go and watch and learn and shift and transform, it's corriejavid.com forward slash training. Anyway, I got distracted with that because I'm just very excited to share that training with you. But yes, I've been involving her in the business and then in some of my mindset work as well. So um, I've shifted some of my mindset work so that it looks a little bit different. And one of the things that I'm doing is just because it feels fun, I don't normally do this. I've kind of dabbled, but it's not been a staple practice of mine. But 
I have these um, oracle cards. I think they're called the Magic of You. I think magic spelled with a K. They're quite dark. She actually chose them. She's she's quite like she's a bit of like a a mini goth in the in the making. Um, she likes the kind of witchy, dark kind of um, illustrations on them, and she loves them. So, in the mornings, um, we're pulling cards together. So that's super fun. And then she'll read out the little section from the book based on the card that she's pulled and based on the card that I'm pulled. So anyway, that's how we're getting on over here, blending and blurring things. A little bit more and it actually feels really good. And the other thing that I've been loving, obviously on my own though, is Bridgerton. Oh, have you been watching Bridgerton on Netflix? We should talk about this, my love. Oh my goodness, it's very good in a very kind of um, light-hearted romp kind of a way, as all good things are, right? It's definitely not highbrow. Don't go watching it looking for highbrow, but it is fantastic escapism, <laughs> which is what we need a little bit of right now. Um, and just a really good kind of... Um, giggle and pleasing on the eye as well I would say also it's made by Shonda Rhimes I don't know if you know her she uh, she's the producer or executive director I don't know um roles in tv space I could have that wrong of Grey's Anatomy as, as well as many other things I'm sure um but that's what I know her from and I just really love it. And I absolutely love the fact that, yes, it's a period drama set in, I guess, the 1800s. Um, but that fact that they actually have diversity in the cast, how refreshing. Um, anyway, yeah, if you haven't checked that out, definitely go watch Bridgerton on Netflix and then thank me when you're enjoying it immensely. So let's get into today's show. And we're talking about the biggest money mindset shift I've ever made. And what sparked this episode is that somebody actually asked me um, recently, like, what do you think is the biggest money mindset shift you've ever made? And I instantly knew. I didn't even have to think about it because there's one shift that all my money mindset work has been based upon since then in many ways. It's like both the catalyst and the foundation of everything that I've built, both mindset and energy-wise and literal business um, and financially-wise, um, <laughs> financially-wise, you know what I mean. Um, so I'm really excited to share this with you today in case you haven't made this shift, <laughs> because if you haven't, I definitely want to help you with that. And that's the point of today's episode. And even if you kind of have, it might just also get you thinking about what's next for you if you've already made this shift or how you're then translating that into more money for yourself with more ease. Because, you know, that's how we roll around here. We're not interested in, like I said, in the title of that training that that you can go and watch. We're not interested in working harder, hustling or sacrificing family time. It's not how we roll, is it? Is it, my love? No. Um, so let's get into this, shall we? We shall. Um, <laughs> so normally, this is the part of the episode where I kind of try to tune in and think about where you're at. Um, and I'll quite often ask you questions like, if you're feeling like this, or do you think that that? Um, but actually, this this episode, this week, my love, I'd love to invite you to tune into where I was at before I actually made this big money mindset shift. So let's go back, shall we? <laughs> let's go way back to the uh, corporate days. Um, and Yes, like my transition out of there was partly down to my transition of, of my mindset. And how I, I've described it a little bit on the show before, but how I used to feel and my money mindset back then was entirely different to how it is now. And so the reason why I want to share this with you, and I'll get into what that looked like and what that meant then for me, but the reason I want to share this with you is because 
Sometimes when you hear somebody talking about money mindset from the position that they're at, if they are, for whatever reason, on the same path as you, but maybe one step, five steps, however many, whatever, ahead, but just not at the same point as you, it's easy to feel like you don't know if you'll get there. Like, for example, um, I reminded myself of this the other day. I was like listening to somebody who is having like phenomenal financial success. And I was thinking, oh, wow, like I can see how I can expand my energy and my mindset to get there. Um, but and, and luckily, I don't have a doubt that I can do that now. But I do remember a point at which that this was kind of early days for me. And I would be looking at people who just felt abundant and be thinking like, oh, is that even possible for me? So that's why I want to share this, because I feel like I have such stark contrast in how my money mindset used to be and how it is now. And so if you notice when I'm chatting with you today, any areas where you see actually that's an opportunity, I could expand my money mindset there. I want you to just know how possible and achievable it is because I'm sharing kind of how stark a contrast, how much of a leap my money mindset has made. Now, never misunderstand me. My money mindset Yes, it's what I teach, preach, transform on, etc. It's not perfect. It's not the point ever. <laughs> it's always going to be an ongoing thing. It's always going to be a work in progress, right? But I do feel limitless and I do feel tuned into abundance. And that wasn't my truth. So what was my truth back then? I felt very much, I was extremely lack mindset mindsetted. <laughs> I was in possession of an extreme lack mindset, said a better way. Um, I really genuinely lived in the never quite enough way of being. That was my reality. And that was my, well, I say that was my reality, that was my experience. Um, but actually, when I look back now, I can see that I, I was obviously, you know, born into a certain amount of privilege. Um, and I can see looking back that I wasn't grateful for what I did have because I was always focusing on what I didn't have. And I perpetuated this feeling of never quite enough. Um, and I felt quite poor because I had a very poor mindset and I felt very hard done by. And I very much was in this victim mentality financially of like, poor me, when is somebody going to rescue me? It's so unfair. Why is it so much easier for everyone else? Why can't somebody just give me lots of money? <laughs> Literally, like, why can't I just win the lottery? Um, but it was very much like this victim mindset. And I had completely given away any sense of power around money. I felt like money was something that was happening like to me and life in general as an extension of that, but it showed up most prominently in money. I felt just very apathetic towards life a lot of the time and then guilty for feeling that way because I did recognize on some level like you know, I, I did have lots of blessings. We managed to buy our own house. Now that kind of like financially broke us at the time and we felt very much burdened by our mortgage and stuff. But I really wasn't appreciating what I did have. I really wasn't appreciating the abundance in my life and therefore I wasn't seeing it. And my experience really was one of lack and scarcity. And that didn't even need to be my experience of those circumstances I can see looking back. So 
It was just what my I was believing to be true. It was what I was expecting, most importantly, because we get what we expect, right? And because it was that was my belief system, and because those were my expectations, then that of course was my reality, and that was how I experienced the circumstances that I was in. Now I'm sure there are people who could make the salary that I used to make in those days and feel very abundant, feel very well off, and you know a lot of it is relative as well. It depends on where you live and who you associate with and all of those things. But I just never focused on what we did have. I never um, appreciated it. And therefore, my experience was very much one of lack. And the reason I say that is because I don't want you to think that my mindset changed when my financial reality changed. It didn't. It wouldn't have. Um, It had to happen the other way around. Because I, I actually know people who have made lots of money or found themselves in possession of lots of money but still have a lack and scarcity mindset and so one of two things happen either they don't get to experience the abundance that they have in their life and they still believe that they're poor or still create circumstances and scenarios again and again and experiences that perpetuate this feeling of money always slipping away or they do something just to entirely to sabotage it so that it goes away again because that's just their expectation so if you um, are resonating at all with any kind of experience of lack or scarcity don't make yourself wrong but also know that the presence of money isn't going to fix it. It's the mindset and the belief system that needs to change in order for our financial reality to change. So so there I was living in, you could say, relative comfort and you could say relative privilege, right? Um, but just very much often miserable and feeling really impotent, really powerless to do anything in my life. I definitely was not in possession of my own power. I gave it away at every opportunity. Now, I didn't consciously give it away. I wouldn't have known that's what I was doing at that time, but I did. I gave it away again and again and again. I gave it away to circumstance. I blamed the company that I worked for for not paying me enough. I blamed the mortgage providers for charging us such a high fee on our mortgage. I blamed the town that we live in for having really high house prices. I blamed blamed the fact that I didn't want to move to London and therefore couldn't command a higher salary. I blamed then, even when I became um, a mother, I blamed motherhood horribly because it is a gift, right? But I blamed it and I felt, and you know, I feel not embarrassed to admit this now because, hey, we're besties, right? But I would have been embarrassed at the time to admit that I felt like it limited me. And I, I blamed then culture for limiting me in terms of telling me that, okay, if I want to be part-time or if I want to be a mother and have a career, then I have to take a bit of a financial hit. But you can see the theme there. I was blaming everything outside of myself. And in that blame, I was giving my power away again and again and again. I was not in possession of my power and I felt at the mercy, therefore, of my circumstances. And I was always just waiting for my circumstances to change. And of course they didn't because they didn't need to change. I needed to change, right? And it's kind of, do you know what? It makes me like, not uneasy, but it makes me a bit... Um, yeah, I guess uneasy is the word to reflect on that because it feels part one, because it feels so unfamiliar now. But two, because I can see how if things hadn't sort of shifted and changed, if I hadn't made this big uh, money mindset shift and I'm going to share with you, then I could have very much stayed in that mindset for the rest of my life. And it would have been miserable. Uh, And it just really makes me sad to think of that. Um, 
when it makes me happy that <laughs> I'm not in that situation. But it makes me sad because I know that lots of people um, find themselves in the same situation of giving away their power and not um, knowing the power that is within them, not feeling empowered to change their beliefs, change their mind, and from there change their experience of reality. Um, and it's not their fault, right? It In some ways, it wasn't my fault because nobody had taught me to take back my power. It's not what we teach in schools, at least not yet. Maybe I should start campaigning for that. I, I, hey, it's not um, beyond the realm of possibility that I start campaigning for like money mindset and, and abundance mindset and growth mindset to be more included in <laughs> um, children's curriculums. At least I'm doing my part with my child at home. But anywho, a total side note, total tangent. But that just gives you a flavor of, of where I was at and how I was feeling. Very, very limited, very lacking in power, very lacking in resources and choice. I felt very um, tied. I felt like I had to stay in my job because we had to uphold this, what felt like a big mortgage for us at the time. We had to make what felt like hard choices, like I've talked about before, that we used to have foreign language students living with us, which sometimes was like lovely, to be honest, but a lot of the time I hated <laughs> Um, and it was just, yeah, lots of compromise and lots of settling is how I would describe it. I felt like I was settling and I just felt just disgruntled and apathetic. Anyway, that's where I was. So I don't know if any of that resonates with you. Maybe that's where you used to be and maybe you're not anymore. High five. Maybe it is resonating. Maybe you are seeing yourself in part of that. Never make yourself wrong, my love. It's always about just noticing where we're at and then deciding if we want to make a change. So we made this one shift. I'm going to share it with you in just a minute. Don't worry, I won't keep teasing you. And then I started just to have so much clarity on where I'd been going wrong. Like my eyes were really opened to this whole actual reality that had been going on around me that I hadn't been seeing. It was really remarkable. And I realized a number of mistakes that I'd been making. And even as I got into my business, like I could see how um, there's like mistakes that keep us broke, right? Um, and actually, I share some of those in that training, corriejavid.com forward slash training, if you haven't gone and watched it already. But everything seemed to absolutely shift. And my belief system literally did like a 180 is how I would describe it. It kind of got entirely upended, which has just been the biggest gift that I guess I've given myself really because it was down to me <laughs> like we can only take responsibility for our own minds right sometimes someone will say the thing or sometimes we will read the thing but we have to be open to receive that message because what I realized um, reflecting on that mindset shift after was what was that this information had tried to come to me in various different forms and from various different sources a number of times and I had kind of been tempted to believe it and then resisted it and then told myself that no because for me this 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 and this I was still very much wrapped up in my victim identity which is like <laughs> kind of um, difficult to admit about about yourself, but the truth, right? I'll be honest with you. That was that was serving me. My victim mentality was serving me because it gave me that delicious feeling of righteousness, like you know, kind of awful pleasures, if you know what I mean. Like picking a scab, like you know, you shouldn't be doing it, but it feels like strangely good. That's how victimhood. If I'm honest, if I'm being brutally, brutally honest, that's how it felt. Because then it didn't have to be my fault, right? Then I could be poor me, and there was part of me that reveled in the poor me. Even though I wouldn't have been conscious of that at the time, I can totally see that looking back. 
So anyway, then now I've bared my soul to you. <laughs> hey, we're besties, like I say, so it's fine. Um, let me tell you what this one big shift was for me. And it, now, it might not totally surprise you when I say it, because it's very much part of the message that I bring to you all of the time. But I will explain why it was so transformational for me and why it was the biggest shift and why it was like the catalyst and the foundation for everything that I've built since then. Um, so the biggest money mindset shift that I've ever made was that I let go of the idea that I couldn't be successful and be the kind of mother that I wanted to be. So I shifted into a new belief that I could be successful because I am a mother and not in spite of it. And yes, that's like a catchy <laughs> slogan or strap line that I use in my marketing, but that's really the driving force behind everything that I've created. And if I hadn't have believed that, hadn't chosen to believe that, even before I had proof, uh, I would not have created everything that I've created. I wouldn't have been able to change my financial reality and I wouldn't have been able to make the impact that I have made. And so let's talk about how and why this happened. So this happened and I've done um I'm I've done an episode I think it was called my story like 0 to 100k or something like that. You can go and listen to that one. We'll link it up in the show notes if you're interested. And um, so I won't talk about exactly what happened at that time, but I haven't actually really dug into this one mindset shift in this way before. So I had my mind open to the fact that I was much more in control of my reality than I had previously believed. I had my mind opened up to the fact that I am empowered to believe different things and then from there create a different reality for myself. And I realized that the thing that was bothering me the most in my search for what I was going to do next. So this mindset shift came after I found out my job was at risk and I was going to be made redundant after 10 years in the investment bank that I worked at. And I was really at this kind of crossroads of, do I try to redeploy within the business? Do I look for a job elsewhere? And I was very frustrated with the jobs market. And I felt my blood would boil thinking of how poorly the corporate environment um serves working parents. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> and it really then married together to it when I was kind of starting to understand and know that I could take back my power and I could believe different things. This was the thing that bothered me the most was this idea that I had to compromise, that I had to choose between being the kind of mother that I want to be, who is not just physically present a lot of the time, but also emotionally present, right? And spiritually, I guess, as well. And of course, mentally present, because, you know, those things can are different. I didn't want to just be there in body, but not in spirit or mind or attention or focus or anything, right? Um, and so this idea that I had to choose between that and work that I loved or choose between that work that I loved and financial freedom and financial security and making decent, uh, all I wanted to make was decent money back then. Now I just want to make, you know, shit tons of money. Why not? Because it's fun. Um, <laughs> uh, but this idea that I had to compromise was the thing that was really like sticking in my throat. And, and, and it occurred to me, oh, then 
that is just something that I've been believing. That is something now I could have chosen to cling to that belief system for longer because there's an, enough evidence out there to support it being true, right? So there's enough evidence if you want to support that belief system that if you go and look at the jobs market, yeah, you're probably going to have to compromise, right? And so I just decided, no, I, I'm i going to embark on my own thing. But the only way that I'm going to do it is if I change my mind about money and about motherhood and I make this shift and I show up as if this is true and I put everything I have into making this my reality, not just for me, for my daughter, but also for other mothers out there. And that was the thing that really set me off down this path, obviously. And if I hadn't made that mindset shift then, that money mindset shift, then I wouldn't have expanded as I did in that moment. And here's the thing that I want to make clear, actually, is that I didn't just kind of show up and suddenly believe. It's that I started to believe that maybe it was possible to believe. Does that make sense? So it's not that there was this kind of flicking of a switch whereby I went from believing that um, I was limited by motherhood, by society and motherhood and the corporate space, et cetera, et cetera, and had to choose it's not like I flicked the switch into, into believing, but I flicked the switch into choosing to believe. And that's the thing that I really want to note here is that we have to choose to believe first before the belief becomes just part of our belief system, before it becomes fully ingrained and integrated into us. But that was what I was choosing. And that choice expanded possibility for me because suddenly what had seemed limited just whoosh opened up for me. And it was literally like, and the reason why this was the biggest money mindset shift for me was because it was like a door just flung open that had felt kind of either permanently shut or only just ajar. And actually, just as I've shared that analogy, I've realized this isn't my analogy. <laughs> I've been having a look through the, um, so I'll, I'll out myself. I've been having a look through the testimonials from the Limitless Money students because I, I, I chose some of them to share in that training that I keep mentioning. Um, and one of my Limitless Money students, Tonya, um, she's been on the show. So you may, you may remember her. She's a spiritual coach and healer, etc. Um, fabulous human being and soul. And she described... Um, money and her experience of money, I, I should dig out her exact words. Um, it's in the training. It's, it's on my, um, it's on the Limitless Money Sales page. You can go and read it. But she described it and I guess it stuck with me. And it's probably what has made me think of this door analogy here. But she described her experience of money as um, it was always like a door that was really difficult to um, open and to push on in terms of money and abundance in her life. And now the door feels, having done Limitless Money, now the door feels like wide open and abundance can flow in. And so kind of similar for me in terms of I felt like a door had been unlocked and suddenly on the other side of door was just all of this possibility that had never been available to me before because I hadn't looked for it because I had been limited and restricted in my thinking. So it was this mindset shift just blew the doors off the thing effectively. And I was like, oh, wait, there's a ton of possibility out here. And now when we see possibility, we immediately elevate our energy. So, you know, on the scale of energy, the Limitless Mother scale of energy that I have shared before on the podcast, if you haven't listened to that episode, do go back and listen to that because um, it's amazing, um, if I say so myself. Um, but 
the four levels of energy are there's low energy, then above that there's the efforting energy, which most of us in the old way of working and doing things live. Um, and then above that, there is the expanded energy when you start to see your own power, when you start to see possibility, when you start to open up. And then, of course, at the top is the elevated energy, which is what I teach my mastermind. Um, and so if I hadn't had that mindset shift, I wouldn't have blown that door open and I wouldn't have created anything. I wouldn't have had the tenacity to go forward without proof, without evidence. So at the point that I just decided this, I didn't see anybody you know, doing it. I then went and looked for some examples because that helps. And I didn't find a ton, but I just chose to believe. And that's that's the thing that I was kind of come, that I've come back to that I was just sort of saying there is that it's, it's a choice to believe. And um, so that was one thing that it did for me is expanded possibility and with it my energy. And so I was available to see things that I hadn't seen before, see opportunities, and then find my way forward, find my way forward through that door, which had otherwise been closed. Because before that, all I kept finding was evidence that was backing up my current belief system of I have to compromise, I have to choose, motherhood is restricting my ability to make money. And now I obviously know that I, now I've got a ton of evidence um, because my belief system has changed and so now I gather evidence to the contrary <laughs> um, and the other reason why this was such a huge money mindset shift for me was because of the connection between the two and this choice that I made to not only believe that I can make lots of money as a mother but because I am a mother and that word there is really really important to me because because the word because is important because uh, so all of the sudden I got to marry the two concepts together because previously they felt in conflict I felt like there had to be a choice there had to be a compromise made I had to settle on one side or the other the idea that I could not just have both but that they would actually work together well, that they would enhance one another, that being a mother would enhance my ability to make money, being a mother would enhance my ability to create success. Now, this blew my mind and I didn't see anybody talking about that and it just kind of occurred to me that was a bit of a light bulb moment. I was, I was like, well, wait a minute, we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And up until then, I'd seen so many examples of successful women who are mothers in spite of being a mother. So they're successful and they'd had to really trade time with their family to make it happen. Um, and now there's nothing wrong with anybody else's story or journey, right? But that just wasn't what I wanted for myself. And I really wanted to do both. And I felt annoyed that society had been telling me that I couldn't do both and do both well. And then suddenly I was like, oh, it was like, oh, not only can I do both, but I can choose that they go together perfectly. And the reason they go together perfectly, now I didn't have the language to describe this like I do now because I understand at a deeper energetic level now. But the reason that motherhood and making money and being successful do go together perfectly is for two reasons in the way that I see it. One is because we as mothers are even more or have the opportunity to be even more in tune with our feminine energy because what is a bigger 
representation of feminine energy than creation and the creation of life, right? So if we can create life, well, then we can sure as hell can create money <laughs> and success and businesses and impact and whatever else we want to do, right? And so I was like, oh, I can harness this energy that I have as a mother and bring it into my business, this capacity that I have to create, to tune into my intuition, to be loving, to be of service. I get to come and leverage it in my business and do good and make a ton of money. And I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Why is nobody else talking about this? (laughs) And then, so that was one aspect was this feminine energy of motherhood and how I could actually use it. So it will make me more successful and this belief that it will make me more, not that I am somehow encumbered by motherhood. And then also on top of that is that in in refusing to see motherhood as a, a limitation anymore and refusing to choose, I flipped it on its head and I made motherhood my motivation. And I know that so many of you are going to resonate with me on that point, that motherhood for so many of us has been our motivation in starting our businesses. It's been the thing that gives us at least the time freedom if you're not at the point where it can give you the financial freedom yet, but it has given us the freedom that was lacking in the traditional working environment, right? And so not only that for me, so that was part of it for me is I didn't want to be working a ton of hours. I wanted something with flexibility, right? But it went beyond that for me. It went deeper for me because, uh, and I'm sure you resonate with this as well, but I'm not just doing my business so that I can work flexibly. That's a big part of it, yes. Um, And that's not the only motivation that motherhood gives me, but I'm doing this because I really want to be an example to my daughter. And I take that example and the role model the role of role model (laughs) that I play in her life really, really seriously because so many of us grew up with, yes, um, empowered women in our lives maybe, um, but did we grow up with examples of women who were successful and mothers and the kind of mothers that they wanted to be? No, because, you know, in the 80s, that just like wasn't, which is, well, when I was born and then grew up, right? And that wasn't the norm that women who did work were having to, you know, try and show up in a man's world and and wear power suits and um, weren't necessarily then able to be as present at home and had to work like longer hours and et cetera, et cetera. So my point being is I get to be this example of empowerment and choice, uh, you know, and not having to compromise and getting to choose what feels good and choose the terms and the way in which I create the success in my life to my daughter. And that is huge. And that motivates me so massively. It motivates me in my own life, but it also motivates me in that kind of ripple effect, because I know that if I help you to shift your mindset, to feel abundant to experience abundance that then you get to pass that legacy of abundance both financial but mindset and and belief system onto your kids and we pick up so much of our belief system when we are kids right so what a gift that we get to give and so this one mindset shift enabled me to find the absolute pure essence of my motivation, which just keeps me fired up, as you can still hear probably in my voice, right? And showing up, springing out of bed each morning because I want to help as many mothers as I can, because by extension, I get to, in my view, positively impact and have that ripple effect, right? 
and get to empower them to empower their kids. Like it's so exciting. Um, as well as show up and, sh and be uh, an example to my daughter of what it looks like to be somebody who is able to create results in her life, who is empowered to do so on her terms, not by trying to wedge herself uncomfortably into the masculine energy systems that exist out there. And so ultimately, this was the biggest mindset shift for those reasons but really if we break it down it's because it was the point at which I finally just opted out hit the big unsubscribe button on the old and let's say normal way of doing things I just said no I was done done with hustling done with sacrificing I'd done that in the corporate space it was not available to continue doing that it was not available to be trying to do some extra work after she'd gone in bed to bed or just thinking should I check my emails no I should be playing with her showing up for my job having to look like I've got all my shit together and I can manage this job with all of its responsibilities whilst working reduced hours I say reduced in air quotes because the reality is I just stuffed the extra hours into additional time lest they take my precarious flexible arrangement away from me um I opted out I was just like no I'm done I'm just absolutely done I refuse to buy into that belief system anymore I'm creating a new way <laughs> just it just over it and so I opted out of the old paradigm the old paradigm being that in order to create success you have to sacrifice and for me that sacrifice um, came at a cost to motherhood predominantly but also to my mental well-being and my physical health as an extension of that and I was just done so I didn't yet know what the new paradigm exactly would look like. I didn't have the language or the experience yet at that point to know that it would be my energy and my mindset which can create results in my life instead of effort. I didn't have that sort of immediately available to me. I just trusted that something different was possible and I just kept choosing to trust and acting like it was true until I found my way to it. But if I hadn't have chosen to make that leap of faith and trust that something else, an alternative way was possible. I would never be where I am now. I would never have built what I've built. I would have given up long ago because I would have still been operating in the old paradigm. I would have still been believing that in order to make my business a, su a success, I'm going to have to work harder or work longer hours. In order to make my business a success, I'm going to have to hustle and grind and sacrifice. And I would have got stuck in that overwhelm loop. And you probably heard me talk about that before in terms of, you know, where we get into that loop of, I want to make more money, or I need to make more money, I guess I will take more action, or work harder, oh, now I'm feeling really frazzled, and overwhelmed, and I've got the mama guilt, actually, I'm going to pull back, wait, I need more money, you know, it's this, like, never-ending loop otherwise, isn't it? And so I just trusted that there would be another way, and I was just done with the old paradigm, and, and I set up my business with that very much in mind of like, I'm going to find out how I can do this. I'm just going to tell myself that it's possible. I'm going to tell myself there's another way. I'm going to find ways to make it happen. I'm going to share the shit out of what I find, which is what this podcast is all about, right? Um, not just this episode, but the, the, the whole thing. And so that is why this is the absolute biggest money mindset shift I've ever made because it was the precursor to everything. And it was the point at which I first understood that I get to choose my belief system 
and I first understood that I had bought into a belief system that had been largely thrust upon me from society, that I had to make compromises, settle, that I had to sacrifice if I wanted to be successful, if I wanted to be successful and be a mother. And if I hadn't have understood my power over my belief system, then I wouldn't be sitting right here right now, right? And I wouldn't be enjoying my life in the way that I enjoy it right now. I feel so much lighter. I just feel so much more content, which is the most important thing. Like, yes, we have more money in the bank. Yes, we can afford things that we couldn't afford before. Better holidays, more organic food, which is always the example that I use. But that was something that used to be really, really important to me. And I felt really irritated again that I had to compromise on my values there because of money. Anyway, um, yes, we have money, more money in the bank. And yes, I feel empowered to create literally limitless money and wealth and abundance in my life. But the real, the biggest um, and most fundamental shift in terms of my experience of life that has resulted from this money mindset shift has been the contentment. Uh, and now it's not saying that I'm insanely happy all of the time. That's why I prefer the word content, right? And of course, I have up days, down days, negative days, frustrated days, whatever, right? I'm having a human experience. But my pervasive feeling is one of contentment because I'm back in possession of my power, my power to choose what I believe. And from there, change my energy and from there, alter my experience of life. And that's it in a nutshell. So I hope that was interesting. I hope you enjoyed kind of seeing how that one huge <laughs> monumental for me uh, money mindset shift really changed everything. It literally changed the course of my life because I didn't even have a business at that point. I didn't even have a business idea really at that point. It was the thing that actually germinated. Is that the word? See, I've tried to go fancy with the word there now, but, um, and now I'm doubting myself. It started <laughs> the idea. Um, for this business. So I literally wouldn't be where I am now. I would probably be in some job miserable um, and still experiencing lack because that's what my mind was expecting. So to summarize, this was a big shift for me. <laughs> um, and it had to work for me this way. I was just done with any alternative. And of course, it's how I teach now. It's how I transform now. It's the, it's the tool and instrument of the impact that I like to try to make now. Um, and it's the foundation of, of what I teach in everything that I do is this one mindset shift that I've taken on. It is the foundation of whether that is um, buying a template from my shop or enrolling in limits money or enrolling in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. This is the foundation of all of that, right? And everything that I'm about really in my business. So that's why it was so huge. So I hope that's been interesting. Like I said, I would love to know what your biggest money mindset shift has been. Send me a DM over on the Instagrams at Corey Javid or hit me up in emails, support at CoreyJavid.com. I will personally reply. I love finding out what people's biggest like light bulb moments, aha moments or mindset shifts have been. I always find it absolutely fascinating. But now over to you, like what are you going to do now? So I'd love you to just 
reflect on which piece has really resonated with you most out of what I've shared today. And maybe it might help you to shine a light on something that you're believing currently that might be limiting what's possible for you. Because this is what we do to ourselves, right? I still do this. I still will sometimes limit myself in my thinking. Now I just have a process, um, which is part of the process I teach inside Limitless Money, of course. But I have a process to identify it straight away, deal with it, move through it, move on with my life. But I'd love you to just reflect on, is there some place in your life or your business where you can take back your power over your belief system first, change what you believe, and then from there, change your experience of reality? Can you let that door swing wide open in the way that I did? And like, what all what manner of things can you welcome in when you do that? And like every time I make a money mindset shift, I feel like it's another door swinging open. But this was just the time where I really feel like we blew the doors off the thing to misquote whatever was the film that that's a phrase from. <laughs> I'm brilliant at quotes, aren't I? Um, so if you're ready not to have to choose between motherhood and money, between motherhood and success, between motherhood and balance or business and balance, um, if you're done with the choosing, if you're ready to opt out of the old paradigm, old paradigm sounded really, <laughs> I don't know what that was, country, um, get your buns in my free training, my love, because that's what we're talking about over there. I teach the five hacks that I started to use after I made this money mindset shift and have continued to use like, all, well, yes, every day, not all five of them every single day, but, you know, all the time <laughs> to create bigger and better results without efforting. If you want to know what those five are, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash training. I'm so excited to share that with you. And if you want to find out more about today's show, you can head over to the show notes on my website, which is at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash biggest shift. And do not forget, my love, in case you need to shift this one and open up this door, you are limitless. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.